Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then talk about them. My name is Luke Condor with a cake and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr... Mr. Ben Errington. And our semi-regular co-host, Mr... Oh, there, Andy Conduit Turner. Hello. <laughs> How's it going, dude? You alright? Yeah, really good, thank you. Nice. You guys? Not too bad, nice and warm. Nice Very and well. Nice Toasty. And oily. Yeah. Oily? Yeah. Um, Replied baby baby oil from head to toe, especially for the episode, Luke. Uh, yeah, I need to get some talcum powder for the wet spots. Talc. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so if you've not listened to the show before, we watch horror movies and we talk about them. We've been doing a list. Empire Magazine put together a list. And we, we go through it. We're right near the end now. We're on number four, um, which is going to be a big one. But before this big one, has anyone done any little ones? <laughs> Has any popped any little ones out? Uh, I haven't seen all that much this week. I did, in honour of last week's Halloween, I did sort of make a promise to myself to watch some of the other Halloween films, but I only made it through one, which was Halloween H2O. I thought you were going to say Halloween, uh, as in the time you watched it. For the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I only made it through one, which was the film we watched last week, Halloween. Yeah, yeah so I watched Halloween H2O, the okay. 20 years later. This is, this is weird, because I remember this film coming out. It's 20 years later. It's already 20 years since that one. Oh, jeez. Halloween H4O is, like, got to be next. Yeah, so that's I mean, on the coming up. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm confused by the whole, the whole title of this film. It's called Halloween H2O, 20 years later. But 20 years later is the tagline. What would the H2O bit? Why don't I just call it Halloween 20 years later or Halloween... 20. I suppose you have 20. to because you can't call it Halloween 20 because, like, what? There's been 19 other Halloweens. I guess You can't so. call it 20 years later, just Halloween this... 20 years later because that's a bit of a lame... Name, yeah, 20 years later. What's that got to? And you can't call it Halloween H2O. Well, they did, but you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> but I don't like it when they call it H2O because it's not water, but it is. No, yeah, if, exactly. If 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 this film happened like on a boat or like somewhere a lake, oh, that's a bit that's a bit uh, Friday the 13th, but if it happened on a boat or something, I can understand what's called H2O. Probably yeah. even that's stupid. This it, film <laughs> has 
like, not they, like, a, well like, like, a, like a Jaws sort of thing, but with Michael Myers, and you just see his knife. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, you could have done, a, so, done yeah. a great shark crossover, though, yeah. couldn't you? Because yeah. it's got Mr. Cool James in it from Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Underutilized, oh, yeah. may yeah. I add, in this film. Um, this film has aged terribly. This is one of the. This is one of my, like my. I think it's one of my like favorite slasher films, like in that era, the post scream sort of late nineties slashers. I remember watching this film loads, but when I watched it back, I was annoyed by it. It was so annoying. There are so many of those fake jump scares, like every like two and a half minutes. The amount of times Jamie Lee Curtis gets scared by a her own shadow, b her own husband, c her own son. <laughs> What, what what life is she living? Just 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 end it all. There's no point. <laughs> yeah, put bells so on your family like cats, yeah. so you can oh, hear them coming. It's just, just awful. There's absolutely there's no plot. There's no tension. There's yeah. no genuine gore or genuine. There's maybe like one kind of cool moment. Apart from that, it was just it was naff. It was real naff. And I remember it being good. So I'm annoyed at myself from 20 years ago. For going, have, yeah, she's good. Have any of the sequels been particularly like, well received? Like, mm, well, I don't. The one after the one that came after this, Halloween Resurrection, I don't remember anything about it. Well, I know, Andy, you mentioned the, it last Buster, week. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes, yeah. I've Buster seen Rhymes that one, when yeah. I was young, and even then I was like, this is, this is no weak. good. Yeah. This is weak, weak as balls. Can yeah. I also make one more point before we move away from Halloween H2O? Yeah. Josh, Josh Hartnett is in this, and which I think is, is like his first like Hollywood role. Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously. Jamie Lee Curtis and Josh Hartnett have got exactly the same haircut. And Michael Myers <laughs> Michael, Michael Myers has also got that haircut. Or obviously it's some sort of wig mask thing. Yeah. But what's going on? It's like, it's like the pixie the pixie chop like in 1998. I was just like, all right, we get that they're mother and, mother and son, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Josh Hartnett. We don't need them to have the same haircut. So that, we also, so that confirms that for us. Are they related? Well, they have got the same haircut. It's so weird. The they people are. see uh, my mum, and they go, "That can't be your mum. She's got hair." Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Josh Hartnett's got this weird bit of hair sticking up. Though I just want to go. I just want to go and go. Oh, you've got a bit there. Just flatten he's that bit out. He's always got that. That's that's why he's not in Hollywood anymore. <laughs> they were like, he was <laughs> refused. That was just like creative. Um, he's really dug his heels in and kept his little fluffy hair thing sticking up there. He's like, it's no, this is me. my character. This is how people recognize me. They say you've got to have a good silhouette for, for people to recognize you in Hollywood. And he's like, this is my fucking That's it. crown thing. Well, if, you saw, if you saw Michael Myers, Jamie Lee Curtis and Josh Hartnett's silhouettes, you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Yeah. Even, oh, even though Michael Myers is related as well, because he's... He's related to him too. Oh, for God's sake! Yeah, the family resemblance. It's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, and LL going back to LL Cool J as well. He gets he is underutilized. He's in this his character like is always on the phone to like his his significant other, and they it's just it's just real real weird. I didn't appreciate what they did with him. I think they they screwed him over for this film. Michelle Williams is in it as well, and also the kid from Jumanji, as in Alan Parrish, the kid. Oh. And, oh, okay. and, yeah, he's, and he says he says something incredibly sexual and i go you're 12 years old how dare yeah. you say that but he's not supposed to he's supposed to be like 18 or something he says something about having an orgy and i just go i just imagine him getting sucked into a board game he got sucked off into a board game yeah well well i might miss that one but i, I do plan on watching halloween three again at some point yeah three you've got to watch it's the yeah. the little song is the best part of it the, the little jingle on the tv all the time yeah 
Uh, it's been like a long time since I've seen that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. But yeah, H2O I might give it a miss. Uh, what about you, Andy? Have you done any small ones this week? Um, not so much little horror movie guffs, but I've been reading a few horror comics recently. Oh, I. And picking up a few bits and bobs. Um, one I've been reading is a fairly new one. I think issue three, maybe four, is out now on Comicsology. It's called Infidel. Um, it's an image book, and it is about a sort of young Muslim lady living in in New York City with her. They've had to move in with her partner's mother mm. um, while they've moved to the city. He has a daughter from a previous relationship, and it's about their relationship are things that are going on. There's some prejudice on the mother's side that she deals with in that life as well. But then also she starts seeing these weird, really horrifically drawn looking spirits and specters that maliciously pursue her every night. And it's a lot based on, is she losing her mind? Is this actually something sinister and is ghosts going on? It's really quite scary. Um, it's been really, really good. Hmm. And then I also read something called The Last Hunt, which... Um, has some the colorist on that is the artist from one of the stories in our book and that's how i found it and it's about sort of a sci-fi meets horror thing it's about um some sort of space travelers and salvagers they land on earth to pick up some supplies and um they encounter well they, they turn out they land in what is what was salem and uh, they meet some characters there when they land but some really good horror elements about that as well. There's, there's an element of Alien to it. There's bits of Event Horizon that reminds me of it as well. Really, really good. It's a short series as well, so yeah. a good little pickup. Cool. I don't, I don't read enough horror comics at all, really. Uh, I think the last one that I can think was Witches, which is um, the Scott Snyder. Yeah. It's got a really crazy sort of art style. I think um, I think that's the same with me actually, but yeah. um, I think did Volume Two get confirmed? Possibly. I think so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. It's, I've only, only read Volume One, and I'm pretty sure they've gone on from where I got to. A fair I'm gonna have to pick that up. It sounds good. It is good, yeah. Um, there's another one, Harrow County. I see sort of thrown around. It's a bit of a uh, modern day slasher sort of thing. Um, there's a few I need to pick up, but I just never got around to. But in terms of horror comics, like, like manga, I think Junji Ito. Have you yeah. read any Junji Ito stuff, Andy? I'm aware of it, but I haven't actually sat down and read any. Yeah, the the way it's 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 kind of bizarre sort of horror, but it's um yeah, the way it's drawn, um, I think these sort of horror comics because you can't jump scare, you kind of have to scare people with the the believability of the illustrations yeah. of the dark things. Yeah, but it's uh it's, yeah it's one to wants to check out. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think that's why horror comics well. are so good because you can't um you can't rely on a jump scare because it's not as if you're going to be yeah. turning a page and be like oh. Oh, yeah. it's just a cat. It's, it's a, a mirrored page. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Do some pop ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Style. You should just a mirror a mirrored page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the concept of that. Oh, oh it's me. Yeah. You can have like a noise, like a a sting, you know, like birthday cards that they play a thing when you open them. You open <laughs> I was thinking less comical, more like a, uh, like a scream. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Or an actual sting, you could sellotape a bee into one of the pages when you open it, comes oh, springing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. who can, knows? Lots of options. You can hot, freeze, hot freeze steam bees. in your face. Yeah. Yes. Ah! <laughs> a 4D comic. Yeah. What was the uh, a while ago? I have to find this. I can't remember it's called, but it was um, it's one of those little viral manga digital comics where, like a web comic, you sort of oh, read through yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and then 
And it, do you remember what it's called? I don't remember, but it was like somebody oh. somebody walking home at night, being like pursued by something. Yeah. And as you and as you scrolled through, sometimes it would like so suddenly animate. And with, so with noise, had, yeah. yeah. I remember. Noise, I know yeah. what it is, but I can't think of its name. I hate stuff like that. That was, was one a, of the scariest, was... like the one of the biggest jump scares, because it's like you don't expect it from a like a web comic. There was a time I went for I went for a period of time where I wouldn't watch a video on my phone or or <laughs> on on computer without thinking it was some yeah. sort of jump scare. Watch this video now. I'll watch it from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on mute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, what's going on? Oh, it's not a jump scare. I'll watch it probably. Now. Yeah, it used to be that like constant thing where it'd like um, it'd be anything. It'd be like the before Rick rolling was a thing. It was the Rick roll where you'd playing a little yeah. online game or something, and the, the screaming yeah. face would pop up. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody wants to feel that terrified. Yeah. Nobody. I want to, to be... feel mildly, mildly terrified at my own pace, yeah. and I can switch it off if I want to. I don't want to suddenly just be terrified. I feel like I might have an actual heart attack as well when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Speaking of being terrified, I've been playing, I was telling Andy before the show, uh, Outlast. Have you played Outlast, Ben? Um, I've not actually played it, but I have seen plenty of it. I think I've seen a couple of couple of sort of Twitch so streams. It's it's similar to Resident Evil in, in fact it's first person um sort of horror survival game. You can't mm. you're like a reporter and you're going through uh this mental asylum where it's been the inmates have taken over basically. Um, and the, the the cool thing about the game, the way it sort of really gets to you is that you can't really ever stop for one because the only way you can see most of the game is through your camera. You've got like a night vision mode and your batteries deplete like really quick. So you have to constantly move forward. You can't like take a breather. There's no down time. There's no sort of uh, save spots or anything. Uh, you know Resident Evil 7? Like this mm. nice music sort of comes on when you... When you know you're safe. Room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, save, but... save, save room music. I could listen to that on repeat. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that someone screaming? <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> it's, it's one of my dogs is screaming. Yeah. I imagine that Karen's done something like, you know, gone into the other room. So he's having uh, a yeah. howl. Yeah. Uh, How dare you go in the other room? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm alone. I'm alone. What's yeah. going on? Uh, and it's got, it's, so you constantly sort of push forward and you don't have any weapons. So there's no way to fight back and you'll be walking through somewhere uh, in a sewer or something and you'll just see through your night vision like two eyes sort of reflecting back like a cat's eye sort of thing. And then you know instantly the musical chains and you've just got to run away. You've got to run away and they'll, they'll follow you. You can hide in the beds and stuff and they'll, they'll look under the beds. And you just got to... Oh. It's, it's the most... So you, can't, hmm? you can't fight back at all? No. You can, just, you you can run like a little a... bit faster than the, than the other guys. But there's points where you're out of battery in your camera and you're just sort of walking around and you can see an inch like an inch in front of your face and you can hear people just walking past you and these like insane people yeah it, and it, it's like full of jump scares but it's, it's kind of like a thrill ride sort of yeah. fun what have you what are you playing that on uh ps4 all right and you said it was a fiver at the moment yeah yeah definitely worth it worth picking up yeah yeah the graphics dated a, a little bit now it came out in 2013 so it's yeah. not quite got the polish that sort of resi 7 has but it's um it still gets you. It still gets you in the right spot. See, Ooh. I've got it, but I'm, I haven't quite recovered from maybe in isolation yet. So, oh, like, I'm yeah. going to have to play. I want to play. Yeah. Oh, that is so. I, I got through it, and usually, maybe I don't have much time to play a game. But then, when I do, maybe I'll put a day aside and I'll blitz something. Mm-hmm. But um, I had I had to really pace myself with Alien Isolation. Like, you, I couldn't really do more than a chapter a setting a sitting because it's so stressful. So yeah. stressful to get through. What is it about, like that. about it? Just because it's the alien that's coming after yeah, you? Yeah, it's chasing after you. And then if you've got all the little bits, I was playing it on the Xbox and the 
the connect had another couple of features as well so if you're hiding you could lean your head in real time and the the camera on your xbox would oh, okay. watch you and it'd let you lean out by moving your head yeah and the microphone would listen for ambient sounds in your room as well so ricky who you heard howling just then he was gave me killed? away when i was hiding in a locker he was barking i was like you idiot shut up you're gonna get it. <laughs> shut up yeah, <laughs> yeah that's i want to give that one a go there's a few obviously there's outlast 2 as well um, Luke, Luke, I've got Alien Isolation. If you would like to, uh... have you? Ooh, interesting. Oh, it's still quite, still super expensive that one. So I wasn't going to be able to get yeah. it anytime. So, yeah, it's like 30, 35 quid or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I feel the same with Dead Space. Uh, like the Dead Space trilogy used to get me like that. It was just like that sort of con- that um, confined space, confined spaces in space yeah. that like sort of really got got to me. Yeah, yeah Dead Space like, is terrifying. Didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. horrible. Cool. Uh, speaking of things that sort of morph and like whatever they do on Dead Space, uh, let's go on with the the film of the week. Let's talk about the thing. Um, did you want to give us a bit of information, Ben? Why, yes. Okay, so the thing is a 1982 American science fiction horror film directed by John Carpenter and written by Bill Lancaster, based on the 1938 John W. Campbell Jr. novella Who Goes There. Um, tells the story of a group of American researchers in Antarctica who encountered the ep- eponymous sorry who encountered the thing, a parasitic extraterrestrial life form that assimilates and then imitates other organisms. Cool. Uh, yes, so it is a remake of uh, the thing from another world. Well, an- another adaptation of that novel. Yeah. Uh, so it's a it's an adaptation of 1951's The Thing from Another World. Is what uh, Empire Magazine had to say. Uh, who can you trust and when you rely on other people to survive what does that do to the paranoia levels that's the key to John Carpenter's chili chiller set at a remote Antarctic research station another worldly discovery brings blood guts body horror and twisty storytelling all anchored by Kurt Russell's charisma and Rob Bottin's exemplary effects work it'll make you itch with suspicion and recoil at the more gruesome scenes the thing deserved a fairer shot on release thank goodness it has long since earned cult status um, eighty-three percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It's not particularly high. Um, oh. eight point one out of ten on IMDb, which is 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 up there really. Um, in the Facebook group, Tommy Draper said it's a total fave. Not sure how old I was when I first saw it. I know I wasn't old enough, but I've loved it ever since. Dan Butcher simply says a masterpiece. And a certain Andy Conduit Turner said, um, there's very few movies that match the fear and paranoia of the thing. A personal favourite. Um, oh, this is like go. everyone's personal favorite. Everyone I know will go like the thing is one of my favorite horror films. I think it's one of my favorite films. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like I'm ruining ruining the the review now by just going. Andy said Andy said that in the group. I mean, you might as well yeah. just leave the podcast now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll just say it's one of my favorites ever. I'll leave as well. We'll just have Luke with his faults alone. Yeah. <laughs> so slowly <laughs> morphing into Luke Condor thing. Yeah. But you say it's one of your favorite films ever. I mean. When did that happen? Like, do you remember watching the first time? What made it become one of your favorite well, it, films? It wasn't my. It, it was just one of those films that I kept uh, returning to as like the prime example of of like the most raw, intense, visceral horror that like you can. I mean, I feel the same with like The Fly, where like what you're seeing just it, you know what I mean. It's just like little to no CGI. Well, as far as I'm aware, no yeah. CGI with the actual creature effects. And it just feels like it almost leaps out of the screen at you where you're just like, that looks so real that you can almost like, you can almost feel like you can reach in and touch it. You can like smell it. You can like, it's, yeah. just, it's just sensory overload. 
and it's just something like that. It just, it just, it, it's just pure, pure horror for me. And it, and I think it has been since I first saw it. Now I remember we had the VHS in my house um, for years, and I always used to look at it or sort of question it. And my mum would always used to say, "Oh no, we can't watch that in this house because your dad's terrified of it." Which obviously, yeah, curiosity curiosity yeah and I'm not, I'm not sure how old i was when i first saw it like i wasn't like major majorly young but i mean i wasn't old enough to see it um i watched it and i was i remember thinking the whole like my stomach kept flipping over when i was watching it like every every single new new sort of reveal which is my stomach's flipping over and i was like confused by it because like even though i kind of understood the plot i was just confused by what i was seeing because it was just so it's so extreme it's like yeah. it's it is body horror, but body horror to the extreme. Like I think body it's the horror, best in... body horror film like ever. I, I think yeah. because just the way that like I still remember just watching over my dad's shoulder and seeing the spider head thing. Like that mm. has stayed with me for just that one image stayed with me for years before I even watched yeah. the horror movie again. I think the sound design is like up there as well. Not just not just like the soundtrack and but just the the sound effects of the aliens. Uh, sometimes like the really sort of the really subtle sound moments that like everything's kind of like flamethrowers like alien just it's just all it's all so intense it's just like i think that's the best way that i can describe it it is like a sort of sensory overload that there's not much downtime yeah once it gets once it gets going like it really does get going yeah what about you Andy? do you remember the first time you watched it um I remember some of the early times I watched it. I probably came to it slightly later than than Ben did. Um, I think I became aware of it when I was maybe in my later teens, um, perhaps triggered by the Xbox game coming out, which serves as sort of a sequel. Um, that was coming out, and I ended up picking up the, the film off the back of that, and it might not have been the first time I watched it, but I think... One memorable time I watched it um, was it was New Year's Eve and me and my friend Tom watched it before we went out for New Year and <laughs> we'd made we'd made vodka jelly but I'd put too much vodka in it so it wasn't going to freeze we put it in the freezer so I just remember sitting at my friend Tom's house eating icy like a bowl of sort of ice ridden really vodka tasting red slime oh, watching ice. watching watching it- watching the thing. Yeah. Is it in a little petri dish as well? Yeah. <laughs> it was with your name on it, <laughs> little, little oh, well, tiny dishes. Yeah, with your name on it. Yeah, yeah. that must have been good because, like, obviously, ice everywhere. You know, the thing. yeah, it was. So. It was very thematic. Now I think back of it. If only we'd done that on purpose. But yeah. this became. I know, Luke, you were telling the story about um, Evil Dead, and that was the film you always used to watch when you came in oh, yeah. from a night yeah. out a few weeks ago. That became similar to me. Like quite often when I was at uni just after this period we'd be um if you had a day that you weren't going in or you'd got back after a half day back home or what have you a couple of us would just sit and we put the thing on while we um like just messed about the house that was a standard have it on all the time and then other friends who hadn't seen it that was the film oh you're into horror movies aren't you okay i've got one for you to watch come and watch the thing and that was the one we put on it's a great film to introduce to people. And if people seem like they don't want to see it, they're like, nah, I don't like the sound of that, or, oh, it sounds a bit scary for me. You can just cherry pick certain moments yeah. and just show them those moments. And most of the time, it piques their interest. So, like, what the hell is that? Like, yeah. obviously, there's 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 two or three really intense scenes and or, like, really horrible moments that you can just show that to someone. I love showing it to people who say, oh, I don't like horror films. 
Or, oh, oh no, I can't watch any horror films. T- scared of pants off me. I'll just go, well, have a, have a look at this. Get your gums around this. Oh, <laughs> I, remember, I remember that game as well, though, Andy. So you said on the Xbox. The, yeah, original the Xbox, yeah. Original Xbox, yeah. I had it on PS2, and I, I picked it up fairly recently as well, probably about a year ago. Unfortunately, like it hasn't aged too well. It was a bit clunky. Right. But, uh, yeah, so it's sort of like an immediate sequel to the, it's to the event. Straight up, it's basically like a rescue team, right? Yeah. About, um, how about the, have either of you guys seen the original or read the book? Who Goes There? Yeah. No, I've never read it. No. I've read Who Goes There, but not <laughs> uh-huh. seen the... I've not seen the original, like, the thing from okay. another world. Yeah. I've no. read Who Goes There. I've got it. It's in, like... um. It's only a short story. It's in, like, yeah. a little collection. Um, Does it have, like... Book? And then the guy's head turned into a spider. No, it's the the book. As far as I remember, it was so long ago that I read it. Now, um, I I don't think a lot of that visceral horror comes from the story. Like a lot of the paranoia is in is in it. Yeah. Um. And there's a there is certainly a body that they they find something in the ice and they they dig it out and it's defrosting, and then strange things start to happen and they start to get the paranoia is the main thing about it as far as i remember a lot of the um a lot of the body horror and the sort of real visceral um you know terrifying imagery that isn't really in that first book i'll go back and read it now and find out that i just forgotten but um yeah yeah that's as far as i remember it's very good i think i'd like to read it what about you luke when was the first time you saw uh, I, don't, I don't even know. Um, it's kind of been an ever-present thing in my life. I don't think I watched it the entire way through till I was like maybe the maybe eighteen, nineteen, or something. Um, but I just remember seeing certain scenes, like the the spider head for one, and also um, we'll go into a bit more bit more detail. But the dogs, um, mm. that scene has haunted me for, <laughs> because it's just so so gruesome and so horrible to the the poor innocent dogs but yeah i don't remember but i always remember thinking that it's just it's my sweet spot it was when i was growing up sci-fi and horror the way they sort of mixed or like sci-fi john movies in general which were a bit darker like robocop uh starship troopers total recall anything that sort of had a sort of brutality to it that was sci-fi based that's what i really loved growing up and mm. it's all like now so this is an alien as well so this and Predator and Predator Two, just love that those sort of films. So this was just was made yeah. for me, really. <clears throat> was it so, made for you? It was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the bit in the credits, Ben? For Luke. Yeah. <laughs> for Luke yeah. Gondor. Yeah. Uh, it, so yeah. when the film came out, it wasn't, um, you know, it it was slated. No. Uh, so and, here, and it it didn't what? do very well at the box office, ever, did it? Yeah, people hated it. I was reading today. Um, like there's a little bit with John Carpenter saying like people hated the movie. Yeah, it, was, it seems so sad as well because John Carpenter, when you I saw an interview with him before it came out, and he seemed kind of excited. He thought he he, he thought he got it in the bag. We've done a good one, guys. We just wait, you'll be you'll like it, sort of thing. But just like, wait a few years. So here's the the New York Times put um, described the film as foolish, depressing, with its actors used merely as props to be hacked, slashed, disemboweled, and decapitated. Finally, to be eaten and then regurgitated. It's too phony to be disgusting. It qualifies only as instant junk. Roger Ebert said it's a great bath bag movie, but said the men are just setups for an attack by the thing. Uh, science fiction magazine Starlog, uh, a big critic over there called Alan Spencer, he wrote John Carpenter's The Thing smells and smells pretty bad. It has no pace, <laughs> sloppy continuity, zero humor, bland characters on top of being totally devoid of either warmth or humanity. 
It's my contention that John Carpenter was never meant to direct a science fiction horror movie. Here's some things he'd be better suited to direct. Traffic accidents, train wrecks, and public floggings. Jesus. The fact that somebody said um, the thing um, eats people and then regurgitates them. Like, was he paying attention? <laughs> like, was he yeah. paying attention? Like, clearly he wasn't. John Carpenter put it. just as his, his initial reaction to the reviews was, I was pretty stunned by it. I made a really grueling dark film, but I thought audiences wanted to see that. Maybe... Well, it came out at the same time as E.T., so maybe people were like, <laughs> we've already had one alien film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can't have two. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't have two. I'd like to see the crossover between the two. But, uh, oh, my God. E.T. would yeah. be absolutely awful. What's, what's, the, what's E.T.'s alien race called? Oh, extraterrestrials. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Phonomes. 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 <laughs> Just little weird dog yeah. shit people. Dog shit <laughs> yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So it's, it's, I don't understand that critical reaction, but I think that was maybe the design guys at the time. And then we watch it now. It's like, how could anyone even think it was poorly made? <laughs> it almost, it, for me, for me, like it almost fell into the category of like a bit of a video nasty growing up because it was like the the thing I used to watch it for initially was the shock factor and the the like really gruesome horrible moments, but I think as you as I got older and I saw, I saw it more and more like the more I could sort of really appreciate just that that tension, just the paranoia, just like the the relationships between everybody because everybody's got like a different role to play within that group dynamic, um, and it's good and it's just great to see like how everybody turns on each other, the alliances they make. And how quickly those alliances are completely like obliterated. It's just, it is just a really good, like the fact that somebody there has said that every character here is just there for the thing to basically assimilate, or sorry, for the thing to eat and then regurgitate. Like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous because you, you, you as the audience, you, you're along with the characters. You don't know who's who. You yeah. don't know who's yeah. been, who's been alien alien alienized yeah that's not weird um like you don't so if, if you just saw each person going off quietly by themselves and getting picked off one by one obviously you see that a couple of times but the fact that you don't see that happen and a lot of the a lot of the sort of moments when people become the thing or the thing becomes these people happens off screen surely that that's, that's part of the effectiveness of the film and i think you could say like i guess for the size of the setting that they're in there's probably a bigger number of characters in that same confined spaces that you would have in other films. But mm. that is part of it. Like, I think part of the effectiveness of the film is for you as a viewer, it's hard mm. to keep up with who everyone is. Yeah. Um, and who you really, and who you really trust and how the dynamic between those people is meant to work. Yeah. Um, you're kind of right there with McCready, where, especially when he gives yeah. his speech where he says, I know I'm human, but any, and if, if all of you were, you get the me. things you'd 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 have me right now so yeah. it means some of you are human like you're with him there and then when you see obviously we'll get into it but when you see his clothing you're automatically you're like oh no but i thought he was all right oh there's clothing and you're kind of a bit like he's been set up you're, you're, you're yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. there you're in you're there in that confusion um and it's, it's just great i think not only is there like a horrible alien force out to absolutely destroy everybody involved but just that paranoia there where you don't know who to trust and that it's just a really good sort of a really good balance 
Um, and it just helps that horror along, I think. I was just really looking through the key players and I was just thinking, it is a massive cast list. So I wonder if the reason people didn't relate to any of the characters on those first viewings and just thought they were just like uh, food, uh, fodder to yeah. be eaten and whatever, was because there's just so many. But when you when we've seen it over the years on repeated viewings, we now know the characters quite well. Uh, but it's like 12 people. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, twelve people, um, and we don't really get to spend that much time with many of them. Um, all, but... all blokes as well. All blokes, yeah. yeah. All bloody blokes. It's yeah. a right sausage fest. This movie, isn't yeah. it? So I don't know how to do the cast. I think if we just mention that Kurt Russell is McCready, um, yeah. T. K. Carter played uh, now Knowles, um, who. In fact, I don't know how to do this. Should we just mention them as we go through because there's just so many people here. Yeah, I think yeah, you, and... you've got two main players, haven't you, really? You've got Kurt Russell's Hugh McCready and yeah. then you've got Keith David as Childs, who's yeah. obviously in a lot of other films of the same genre. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll mention a few of them by like, the role they play as well because obviously we've got like a, a physician, there's a biologist, yeah. um, dog handler. Uh, radio cook, man. Chef. Radio man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of names to sort of follow. So maybe if we try and bring in, you know, I mean, I know we're not supposed to be defined by our career, but yeah. in this instance, yeah, yeah just their jobs because it's very difficult to describe. Them. As you say, it's a man. He may or may not have a beard. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. he's one of the black ones. He's one of the white ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's got he's got like a uh, he's got a shirt on and yeah. uh, a hat. Yeah. yeah, some of them have accessories. Yeah, like hat or glasses. There's, there's a lot of amazing fashion in this in this film. That like even like McCready, the amount of things. Sometimes he's got things on his head. Yeah, like he's got he's, he's wearing a cowboy hat like the wrong way around at one point. He's got like a hoodie with like goggles over. <laughs> <I just love laughs> yeah, it. he has yeah. the most outfit changes. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, the film opens with um the title, and then we get a pretty pretty famous opening. I think in the the vast snow. Um, we've got a helicopter coming over the mountains and then we see that they're chasing a dog. Um, this dog will become uh, a bigger role later on. But the dog's running away and they're sort of shooting at it. And not just shooting at it, but they're sort of trying to blow it up. So it seems like almost overkill. Um, yeah, they really ate that dog. Yeah. Is, it, is, this, is this before or after the bit? There's like a l- random little a- shot of an alien spaceship flying That's through space, the isn't very, there? That might be very, the very, very first shot. the very beginning, just before yeah. the title. So we see like yeah. an alien spaceship... Um, flying through space and then heading looks like it's heading towards Earth. Heading to yeah. we don't we don't yeah. see like a crash landing or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, so and then the title credits and then we've got the dog running away and then we're introduced sort of to Outpost. Is it Outpost Thirty One? Um, yeah. So I think we get a quick uh, view of some of the people. We've got McCready, obviously. Um, Breaking we... a computer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's playing chess with a computer and he. Uh, He's drinking his uh, whiskey his or whatever. Whiskey. He's losing, yeah. and then he calls it a cheeky bitch, and then uh, throws. I think it's a cheating bitch, but I was like, Do yeah, you think cheating it's a cheeky bitch, bitch? cheeky, <laughs> cheeky bitch. Pour me whiskey. <laughs> he's he's yeah. ruined. I, I just thought he's ruined that for everyone else. I bet there's other people in that yeah. like playing that game, and yeah. they're going to come along and they go, "Oh, I have a lovely game of chess." Start yeah. playing it, ruined. McCready, also, selfish. Like, in, yeah. You know, it's not as if you can nip down the shops in Antarctica and get another one. That's True. broken forever. I think McCready does that to everything and everyone that he disagrees with. He just throws whiskey pulls, in their face. Pours whiskey in them. <laughs> yeah. In them. <laughs> um, open, open your little hatch. It's going in. Cheeky bitch. Yeah. 
um so then the helicopter and the dog the dog sort of starts to run towards outpost 31 um they're looking at this dog and thinking what's that bloody dog done to these bastards? what's that dog done is he which one of them whose food is he eating mm. also like that dog at some point is going pretty slow who's the marksman involved here like not being able to pick off that dog yeah i think you just land the helicopter quite far in front of the dog get <laughs> out sense. but then it would run the other way maybe i don't know or yeah, just maybe. take, like, it's not going anywhere. You've got all of Antarctica. Just aim really, really carefully instead of blazing yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. But, I mean, so they are, like, throwing grenades or something as well, aren't they? Did sort of yeah, they've got yeah they're, they're thermite grenades, I think. They they mentioned that those super, super hot ones. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, they throw one grenade at one point, at least, like, a mile away from the dog. <laughs> oh, bloody missed. Uh, they didn't shout, catch. Catch it, fetch. He would have got it there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he would have. Um, so, so our guys at Alpha Thirty One are looking at this sort of chaos, and then um, they're like, they look like Norwegians. I think maybe they see their faces and they're like, yeah. <laughs> I think they read like, I think they read it on the side of the helicopter, and he's like, yeah. oh, what's that? Nor, and then Childs, he's been revising his um, country like oh. country acronyms. Like, oh, yeah. it's bloody Norway, isn't it? Yeah, and then off they they all go outside to watch it. Yeah, to watch it. Yeah, they're all going outside. It's, I mean, it's the most excitement they've had in a while. They've been yeah. they've been there a while. They're like Jesus. Yeah, chess computers bust. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all gathered around. For some it reason, nobody knows what's happened to it. Crashed. Yeah, McCreed, McCready just turns his cowboy hat yeah. hundred eighty degrees <laughs> on his head. Well, 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 well was it me? Yeah. Um, and then, so the helicopter lands. The dog sort of runs runs towards. Everyone at Outpost, Outpost 31 jumps up on one of the guys as if to say, Help me! Yeah. He's like a lick on the guys. ear. Yeah. Yeah. And these Norwegian, these Norwegian guys obviously land the helicopter and then they're just really, they really want to kill this dog. So they start firing at it, shoot one of the, shoot one of the guys, don't they? Yeah. And then, so that, what happened? So with the grenade at this point, he goes to throw one of the thermite grenades and just, what, does he just kind of drop it? He just I completely think so. fucks yeah. it, doesn't he? He just drops it in the snow and then he dives. One guy dives to get it back, and then he obviously doesn't get to it in time, and it blows him and the helicopter up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. butterfingers, Jesus. Be yeah. careful with these thermite grenades. <laughs> of all the things to drop. Yeah. Whoops! Um, oh. So then it's, there's a guy called Gary. He, I think he's the kind of like the leader of Outpost 31, who's in, in charge of security or something. He's the commander. He's the boss, yeah. The big boss, yeah. the gaffer. Um, he he does a pretty good shot. He blows the Norwegian guys uh, in the face, kills him dead, and yeah. then we're left with. Um, Same, he wasn't trying to get the bloody dog, wasn't it? Yeah, and then we're left with a, a sweet dog. So every, everybody wins. That yeah, everybody uh, wins. He's well, like two yeah. two Norwegians are dead, and we got a dog. They yeah. all high five each other and like chant USA as they go back in. <laughs> 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 yeah. USA, USA. Anyone fancy a game of chess? Well, no. no. Um, and then I think we got um, we got like a scene where I think it introduces people a bit more. It's later on in the, in the day. Everyone's chilling out. Um, there's a guy listening to Stevie Wonder. I've got my yeah, notes the, here. Yeah, the cook, the cook is listening to Stevie Wonder, and the man that got shot, got he uh, gives him a shout, doesn't he? And he goes, "Mate, don't play that that rubbish. Yeah. Um, don't play that." you know, acclaimed musician. I've, yeah. I've been shot today, so I need peace and quiet. And the guy passive aggressively goes, oh yeah, sure, mate, I'll turn it down. 
wax it up and then he's dancing about the kitchen. He might be roller skating because he's sort yeah. of sliding about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Either that or he's just got his socks on. He's just sliding about on the floor. <laughs> the tile. Risky business. Or yearly floor, yeah. So interestingly, <laughs> yeah. the song choice is Superstitious as well. Superstition by Stevie Wonder. He just picked yeah. up on. Yeah. Very superstitious. Okay, and then um, so what happens now? So the dog is really creepy, this dog, by the way, the way it moves around. I've yeah. never seen a dog move around like that and just keep like eyes dead forward. Um, even like acting dogs, they're not normally that good at playing creepy dogs. Um, this, is the cre- this is the creepiest dog actor there yeah. is. They auditioned Walks hundreds. Quietly staring at people and I guess yeah. this is a good bit as a this really comes in when you're watching it several times as well because even after you've seen the film more than once, your suspicions of who has been got when are all bought are all bought in and even when you're watching the film another time, it's never specifically clear when someone might have been like exposed to what's going on in the long term. But you see lots of various shots of this dog sort of sidling up to various people, don't you? Yeah, it goes into someone's room. It's like late at night, you don't you just see their silhouette as it sneaks into ambles into their room. And then it fades to black. So you don't know who yeah. that was, but you know they're probably they're probably finged. They're yeah. probably finged. They've been finger majuked. Um, what's the thing? What's the, what's the thing's thing? So the thing it so, so the thing like sucks people in, what? like, and then <laughs> and then it, recreates, it recreates, them, uh, yeah, and then regurgitates. No, it swallows them, and then uh, becomes them. Makes or, them a co- makes a copy, but then later on. I th- this is something that I've never quite got my head around, I don't think. So it, they point out that it will sort of eat the original and then, um, you know, replace it, copy it, make itself look like that thing. Yeah. But then later on, they start talking about how just a couple of little cells of it could take a person over. So yeah, I thought that too. Can, so it also, can it also just absorb you? From the inside and, out, do you mean? Yeah. 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 So there's not just one... It's not, it's not always just one person or one thing at any one time. It can be multiple. It can be several bits, yeah. It can be several bits, right, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to get my head around around that as a Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think it's completely ex- explained, or it is explained in like two separate ways, I think, at one point. So, um... Again, that's another good thing where like it's not, we're not st- straight up given. We don't need that explanation yeah. ex- excessively. We kind of just get made to the basics of it. Yeah. I think if we look at it on a film level now, this is why I think the the thing and the form it's been, and yes, there have been some pseudo sequels and a prequel and so on as well. But for me as a franchise, this is why it hasn't been, you know, perhaps taken down a few pegs, like I'd say perhaps Alien has. Whereas Alien has been explained through several prequels and they've oh, really yeah. tried to delve into, yeah, yeah. right, let's get every ounce of origin out of this. The ambiguity that still exists within the thing, I think, makes that a more appealing and scarier thing, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I think the only thing that kind of makes, kind of like underlines it a little bit or undermines it, sorry, is this the fact that the spaceship is quite a bit is quite cliche and they're almost like a saucer. flying saucer yeah. type saucer type spaceship, and you think whatever this thing's natural form is, how is it piloting that? Also, yeah, you are right, <laughs> but also. Um, I'm really confused as to how intelligent the thing is supposed to be because it comes across as quite low-level animalistic in the way it sort of attacks people or the way it's like instinctive, yeah, yeah. But then it's like got this really high-tech 
close encounters of the third kind sort of uh, spaceship. spaceship. Yeah, I guess yeah. for me as well. If you re- if if you think about, it, I think they touch into it on one of the conversations later on as well. I said, well, it could be from anywhere, and how how many planets has it already been to? Mm-hmm. That flying saucer could be from wherever it was last. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be the yeah. thing. It could be whatever planet it was on last, that's what it ended up looking like, and it nicked one of their spaceships and went off to space. And they, they also mentioned that like it could call upon... It may have like replicated all of these different species from across the universe, and it can call upon these the these genetic, sort of like genetic, the genetics yeah. of it at any time. So that kind of makes me feel like, well, when these spider legs come out, or these horrible, big, great sort of... What alien snake, form is snake it? Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, is, yeah. That, is that its natural form in any way, or is that just parts of other aliens that it's assimilated yeah. other worlds which is why the fact that there's no real distinctive look for the thing which is what i think what makes it as creepy as that i mean it is a, i mean it's a great sort of idea yeah. really think about it yeah um all we know is the sort of the tentacles and the the constantly moving uh sort of form of it That's that we don't have any sort of xenomorph type shape or something to to yeah. Lay a hat on. Oh, I mean, when you try, when you try, when when I when I think of the thing and I try and visualize it, I always visualize uh, a couple of moments in this film, which is basically just it becoming parts of other people. You don't really remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so moving on a little bit. So they they decide to go to where the Norwegian people came from, Norway. Yeah. <laughs> where the, <laughs> yeah. The, um, we'll just nip over. To, we'll nip over to Norway briefly. Yeah. I mean, we ain't got we ain't got much on. Uh, to Outpost Thirty Two, wherever it's. See what, prob- see what their problem is. What's that? Let's see what their problem is. Yeah, I yeah, think doesn't, yeah. Doesn't Gary mention that how long have those guys meant to have been out there? They can't get anyone on the radio. Windows yeah. is um, annoyed about that. But um, because they've only been out there six weeks or whatever the reasonably small amount of time is, they decide to go and see if they've done damage to their own base as well if the people that must still be there need any help, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's The storm's coming in as well, so everyone's like, I don't know if we should do it. But McCready's like... Don't worry, I'm the man for the job. Or I don't think he really wants to do it, does it anyway? He, he throws a bit of whiskey in the face and says, come on. Uh, <laughs> come on, yeah. you cheeky bitches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At this point, McCready, although you kind of get the impression that McCready is going to be the main protagonist, I don't think he he's not the leader at this point. He's sort of the, the outsider of the group in some ways. He, he, has, he even has his own shack outside from where everyone else stays. Um, but yeah, they go over to the Norwegian's house on the hill um it's all burnt away i think is that right and then there's there's um the burnt remains inside yeah so it's been like gutted by fire explosions there's like holes in the walls yeah. so it's basically it's been it's been for a right load of shit yeah there's like a fu- there's like a fire axe stuck in one of the walls like everyone is dead there's like barricades um and there's someone like sat in a chair like with his there's wrist someone and with their throat, throat and their wrist and their like, yeah. the blood is frozen as it's yeah. come out now this um, I guess there's not another time to come onto it. This is later addressed in the prequel, right? That came yeah, out yeah. a few yeah. years ago. I'd like to. I have never watched them in close enough proximity to see how they actually sync up. But maybe yeah. I'll do that sometime. Maybe I'll watch the new one again soon and see if all of those moments you see them set up. It's on Amazon Prime at the minute, and I have. It does keep popping up. I keep thinking I would like to see how it does because I remember watching it a few years back. And it had been a couple of years since I've seen the thing since then. Um, and I remember being kind of impressed with the ending to the prequel. How mm. I remember like thinking, oh, wow, that is 
it might because I've not seen the original for so long at that point. But I remember thinking like, oh wow, that looks exactly like the like the original. But maybe mm-hmm. it isn't. But I'd like to give it another go. I really um, liked it. Um, yeah, I thought I, it was good. I like the prequel. It does feel a bit of a in places. It feels a bit like a carbon copy. Uh, it it does kind of feel like that. It feels like a, there's a similar sort of dynamic. There's a lot of characters, um, and it feels like it go. It does dig up the same ground. And obviously, it is does some bits are quite CGI heavy, aren't they? Yeah. But still, but still, I thought it was it was um, it was good and it was good enough as a as a prequel. It wasn't. It was a nice thing. Yeah. It was a, it was a nice thing. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, it in 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 the original they find like a sort of a hollowed out block of ice, don't they? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's there in the in the um, in this one as yeah. well. So we see so we see that in the pre yeah, yeah. Uh, see that in the prequel obviously. And then outside they find two. It's like one or two burned human bodies, kind of like mushed together, yeah. and they just fit horrible it twisted. Like the What's this horrible flavor? mess? Yeah. What what it look like? Sorry, Luke? they look like the barbecue flavor. <laughs> they look because there's got like a sort of brown consistent. It looks like like barbecue ribs or something. You yeah. you you were salivating when you saw this, weren't you? Yeah, a hor- a horrible mushed yeah. corpse of two, maybe even three people, and you're just like, yeah. oh, looks like I'll go the McMurder's back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you went straight out to McDonald's. I did. Yeah, a McThing, please. <laughs> a McThing. Um, so they take this uh, the the burned double corpse back to back to the office, back to Outpost Thirty One, um, and then it's uh, what's his name, Doctor Ware, Doctor. Dr. Blair, uh, played oh, by Wilfred Brimley, yeah. he um, he has a look at it and he says, well, this is not... This is a thing. <laughs> yeah, this is a thing. Guys, this is a the thing. They even call the thing a thing later on. And I was like, yeah. I guess that's what you would call it if you just didn't know what else. Call it the alien yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, so what did he say about it? He says, it's got human organs inside, I think. Or... Yeah, it's got per- it's like a perfect set of human organs. These are bloody perfect. <laughs> Look at that. He's a spot on. <laughs> a bit wrong with that. A bit burned. But... <laughs> yeah. Tastes great. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, oh, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, but I think it's maybe the evening before this bit. Cause I think this is like the morning after. But there's a couple of lights, like flash, like shooting stars type looking things flash across the sky that look like they're supposed to be spaceships. Like, oh, I've never noticed that. It might be no. in the in the cut that I, I, I don't know if there is a different cut that I'm watching, but I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. I wonder if that is implying something else. I don't know. Um, so, so yeah. So, so what happens around here? So he looks at the. He says that this is human, uh, but it's not. It's this is human, but it's not. And then at that point, I think it's all over the table and what have you. They're all there talking about it. And I think this is the point where the dog comes in and like disturbs them. And then someone tells the man who looks after the dogs, um, go and put that dog away with the others. Will you mate? And he yeah. says, all right, fair enough. And he, and he goes off to do that, which is what moves things along. Yeah. He, he puts the dog in the kennel uh, and all the other dogs are like napping. And then this dog, the other dogs look normal. This creepy dog, just stares at the wall as they sort of close the door, turn off the lights, and not not, not once does the guy say, "Oh, that's a bit strange for a dog. Yeah. Why, yeah. Is he, why is he frozen like that?" Um, yeah. Why? So obviously we'll get into this, but why does the dog feel the need? Because obviously it's the thing, but it's hidden nicely in a dog, and we're made to think later that all the thing really wants to do is hide. 
Is that right? Hide and get and spread like like bacteria. And, and spread. Yeah. Get oh, right, away okay. so that... from where it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I see. So that's why it wants to. It could just take so its time why... and just be the dog for a while. And yeah, just... that's, that's why I, I think it's thought. kind of animalistic. It just seems to be acting sort of erratically, like at times. It doesn't do that. Yeah, because sure, surely it must know that by doing this, it's locked. It's locked somewhere. It must know by doing this that it's going to put itself in danger. As soon as there's like all these yeah. humans around. Yeah, yeah. I like, suppose if it had had a real. If it had been a little bit smart and had the long plan, it could have been the best dog they've ever got, done loads of tricks, got back, got yeah. on Britain's Got Talent, yeah. taken over Simon Cowell. <laughs> One cross. Yeah. 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 <laughs> taken yeah. over Simon Cowell. Tries to take over Simon Cowell. Simon yeah. Cowell's already the thing. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, oh, well, aw- awkward. Yeah. Turns out it's an even worse monster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so maybe that was his plan. Maybe it was like, I think I'm just going to stick with this dog, but that dog over there isn't quite as creepy as me, so I'm going to yeah. take over him. But that's where it goes wrong because he starts. Oh, maybe to... that's it. Yeah, they, the dogs all growl at it, so maybe dogs can smell the thing. Yeah, it does this. The dog it starts to shake, and it does this horrific thing where its face blooms like a flower over yeah. its skull, um, and then it starts to like. This is tragic because as it it picks the dog is going to eat in the corner of the room, and it's it like jets this sort of green puke on it. Gunge. Yeah, and yeah. this dog's like trying to get away. It's like peeling back the, the fence it's like they're, re- they're really scared like yeah yeah um, that was horrible i kept yeah. thinking i wonder how, wonder how they sort of film some of this stuff because yeah i've got treats outside i've got treats come on yeah <laughs> yeah the dogs seemed really sort of distressed didn't they especially yeah, when yeah. like spraying spraying the gunk at the dog he's like oh god no no anything but this yeah yeah um and then uh, the next time we see that dog it's uh it's like mush like it's just been turned to like mushy peas it's being eaten isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but while this is going on, um, I don't understand who heard who realised what was going on here. But one of them, I think McCready, just someone runs to McCready and says the dogs are playing up or something. Yeah, I think the dog, the dog man, hears them whimpering and barking, yeah. and then he goes back and sees something's going on. And he looks like he's all bloody. I'm not equipped to deal with this on my own. Yeah. So he goes and gets. I think he sets off the fire alarm. Yeah, he sets off yeah. the fire alarm. Yeah, and the whole camp basically wake up and and sort of come to the. To they the all, kennel, basically. Uh, and then McCready sort of steps up and takes charge, doesn't he? And then yeah, so McCready's goes, got a shot. McCready's got a shotgun at this point, isn't he? Yeah, and he yeah. sort of sends he sends one of the others back. Says, right, go and get Charles. Tell him to bring the flamethrower. Yeah. Uh, so and Charles, for some reason, has decided to ignore the fire alarm and is still chilling in his room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he does react. He reacts perfectly because I think in this film it, they could easily have gone get a flamethrower and he just gets it but he reacts how someone who's been asked to get a flamethrower would react yeah. get a flamethrower get the what yeah. <laughs> what because like the fire alarm's gone off and he's like but isn't that like the, the opposite of what we <laughs> it's like the yeah. opposite yeah, <laughs> yeah. my mother plan. always said you've got to fight fire with fire <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand why they have flamethrowers. Is that a thing that they have? I guess to unfreeze things, because I guess if you're in the very cold, like your equipment gets frozen up, it'd be a quick way to unfreeze it. There's a flood! Get the hose! Oh, God! Yeah. So, when when they all go into the kennels, it's it's completely horrific now. The dog on the floor is like melted. He's got eyes weaved into his stitches with his side, blinking. The effects work is like something like you've never seen before. Everything, um, looks, looks, everything looks so wet. Everything's shuddering yeah. and shaking and glistening and popping. It's just the noises as well. Everything's just like... Yeah. It's like an ethereal almost moan, isn't it, that it does. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, McCree is shooting at it and it before 
Charles eventually turns up. McCready actually shoots one of the dogs that's still alive. It's got like a tentacle around yeah. his neck. Yeah, and the dog man is furious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he, I think he holds that grudge for later yeah. on in the film as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. but then as uh, Charles is flamethrowing, um, the dog does a thing where it sort of goes into the ceiling or something. Yeah, there's horrible, yeah. horrible long arms come horrible up. Horrible hands come up, and yeah. it goes and it goes up, and then a couple of the other dogs that haven't been got sort of run past them and run away. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as the gates open, they kind of just go like, whoa, <laughs> just like leap yeah. out. Don't they? Yeah. Um, and then. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to yeah. bring something like this to life. And yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend <laughs> that I don't right Hold now. it in, hold on. And our current faves. In. Luffy must have his due. <laughs> Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. Oof. I remember, what was that? <laughs> say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. They sort of, they, Charles burns it up. The guys come and put it back out, and then they they, they take another, it off for the, to do another autopsy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at this point, he says, "Oh, so it's like so he opens it up, doesn't he?" And he says, "This bit of the dog here isn't a dog. This doctor, Doctor Blair, is is like he's firing off something. He's guessing. I don't know how he knows this. He's like saying how it's doing, it's copying the dog. It's it's just assimilating him in it." Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, you yeah. you try an autopsy this thing and you just go, I am not qualified for this. Yeah. Why is there's, this lo- guy... there's a load of shit in here. Yeah. yeah, why is this guy the guy that got shipped off to Antarctica where you probably have limited need to do autopsies rather than like lecturing at like the Royal College of Surgeons? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's, been, he's been dying to do an autopsy ever since he's been there. He's like, yes, finally get a chance to do an autopsy. Oh my God, what is this? This is the worst one. This is the worst <laughs> autopsy I've ever had to do. Jesus. <laughs> And so at some point around here, they go to the the saucer in the. I'm not too sure why. Yeah, they they go out and I think they start by looking at back when they're in the Norwegian base. Um, 
the other doctor picks up all their research notes and they pick up some videos and stuff and i think they see where yeah, the guys right, yeah. have gone and then they think oh okay let's go and see what they were looking at and they find an excavation don't they do they see like the flying saucer yeah i think so well you can see the outline of it um yeah and they even one of them even says um how long do you think it's been here for and then the other guy goes a hundred thousand years hundred five can't even like work i can't even like function thinking about yeah. that that length of time he's yeah. like it's probably been about a hundred thousand years in the deal yeah and do they sort like, of work out from the ice because oh the depth of that ice ages real long <laughs> yeah, yeah ages at least <laughs> at least six months or so. hundred thousand years jesus they could have asked that computer that the doctor's got because he oh yeah he runs the thing in the computer and says how long till the whole world has been assimilated it's like i just play solitaire mate <laughs> well you yeah, asking yeah. he goes 27 27 hours or like I think 27,000 hours. Is yeah, yeah. 20, yeah, 27,000 hours. I wrote it down because originally I remember when I watched the film, I thought it was like really quick, like, yeah. you know, a couple of days. But no, it's 27,000 hours. So it's more realistic, I guess. Yeah. Apparently it's 37 months. So just over three years. Okay. Um, so it it's a weird thing to ask well, your computer. You can't just Google is, that or ask Siri no. or something. How is this computer built for? Like, surely there's been no study into this organism ever. It's drunk, like, it's drunk is what it is. It's, it's still got the whiskey on it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's got like hours. Yeah, it's got like an, <laughs> like an undeserved level of confidence for yeah. any question. It's like these computers. It it's yeah. like these computers that used to exist, like in films and TV shows back in the day, before I think people really understood computers so much. Where they just go right, zoom in on that bit, zoom in on that bit, right now, spin it round, now have a look, now yeah. increase, yeah. increase the quality of it. There we go. Yeah. Like, yeah. the X-Files. Yeah, There's like fake where, computers uh, as well. He's showing the cells and he's like, uh, he's, saying, he's saying, look look at this cell. It takes over this cell, becomes it, and then creates a copy. I'm like, that's Space Invaders, mate. That's, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, yeah. that's, that's not a cell. <laughs> that's on Commodore 64. I've <laughs> yeah, played that. Yeah, like, yeah. Have you spent that time? Like, You could have probably solved the thing problem if you spent less time like rendering the graphics to be able to, to display <laughs> yeah. that it reminds me of the you know talking these magic computers <laughs> probably a film of a similar era right the um original charlie and the chocolate factory where the guy's like i've had to, to calculate where i'll find a golden ticket to the same computer who's <laughs> yeah. sent to antarctica <laughs> so i think we're coming up to the first human death of one of our guys right i think yes there's they're sort of messing with the original burnt body and it starts they're to doing, fall they're out. Just doing, they're just doing some random jobs, aren't they, in the room? And one of them has to leave and the other guy is still in there checking the shelves or something. Yeah. or Because they're getting ready for this storm to come, aren't they, I guess? So they're getting all the things prepared. And then you see there's like the man's working away on the background and then you see like a dripping coming off the body. Yeah. And, and then the original guy comes back in a few minutes later so, oh, come on, we've got meant to be done this job by now. And then he sees him in the corner being... Covered in raspberry jam. What yeah. are you doing in the corner? <laughs> We're supposed to do a stop take. No, he's yeah, in the, the jam. Yeah, oh, you've, been, <laughs> you've been gunged. And he goes, oh, Dave Benson Phillips has got in here. He's gunged him. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's uh, turning, evolving into Mr. Blobby in that corner yeah. of the room. <laughs> he looked like he was enjoying it, but I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh! <laughs> one, of those, one of those tentacles was, you know, up there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really hitting the spot. Yeah. Um, so he, so he, <laughs> he runs off and gets everyone, and then when they get back, he is gone. 
but he's smashed himself out the window, hasn't he? And he's he's legging it off into the he's legging it off into the snow. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, well, they sort uh, but, of... but yeah, but he hasn't managed to fit finish his his. No, he's not quite done yet. He his hands he has, are still. Uh... He hasn't got he hasn't got the hands right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult to do the hands. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Fingerprints, all, all those muscles, shit. and yeah, it must take ages. Yeah, uh, and then he hasn't done a tongue either because the guy turns around and goes, "Oh, like, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got no pants on. He's just knelt down in the snow. That's what that face is. Oh! So it's really the clothes as well, because aren't the clothes like bloodied up? Unless he's put on a second pair of clothes. Has he? Because he's got like a big E17 stand of the day jacket on, hasn't <laughs> yeah. he? With like a very hood. And so he was trying to sing that song. Brian Harvey but... thing. <laughs> so yeah, looked at Brian Harvey's hands. That, has they? Has he got changed, or can the thing copy clothes? Well, uh, McCready says later on into his dictaphone or something because helicopter pilots have dictaphones. Um, yeah. it, it tears people's clothes. And which becomes a bit of a plot point later on. Um, yeah, it it tears people's clothes when it takes over them. But oh, and also when we see Bennings getting like finged, he looks naked. Yeah, he? exactly. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he got undressed, and then he got finged. The, the fing goes, look, get undressed. I'll look away. <laughs> and he gets undressed. Now I'm gonna fing you. Now sit on my lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's of course, the thing. Doesn't, doesn't have a normal body structure, so when it looks away and covers its eyes, it's probably got other eyes in its elbow. Yeah, and yeah. Cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Never, tr- never trust that thing. <laughs> yeah. He's a peeper. <laughs> so, um, the, so McCready, yeah, he kicks over a, a canister of, of apple juice. I'm broke. I'm broke. And all those E numbers in there go up like a tree. <laughs> he pops. Um, and then, okay, so where are we to now? So I think Doctor Flair's losing his mind at this point. He's, he's yeah, like they get they human. get back. Twenty seven hundred from... hours. You seen that yes. film where it scores? It's only to he starts killing dogs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think he, the, he kills he's, the dog. He's yeah, killed the dogs off screen, right? So I think after they get back from burning up the other man, someone else just legs it over and goes, "Oh, th- he's gone mad!" And you get in there, and he is. Yeah, wrecking everything, yeah. isn't he? So, so all the iron brew's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's wrecking the computers, wrecking the radios. Yeah, and he's having a good old rant, isn't he? he about the, how he destroyed the helicopter as well. Yes, he has. Yeah, he's broken up the helicopter. So he's Someone trying to kill the dogs. I mean, it's a it's a good plot point to try and like really, really sort of get everybody trapped where they are. Yeah. Yeah, it's good thinking. Yeah, so he's 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 put an axe in one of the in some of the dogs. He's like, he's gone fucking ape shit. Yeah, and in many ways, the way the rest of the film plays out, he's got the right idea, right? He knows already. He's come yeah. to terms with the fact that what the thing wants to do is get to civilization. That's what his computers told him, because it will assimilate the whole world in twenty seven hundred hours. Mm. So it needs to remain trapped in Antarctica. So he has taken all those steps to stop it from getting away. So he's wrecked the vehicles. He's breaking their radio equipment. He's but killed the dogs. What I would say is he, we find out later on that he is a thing. Um, so but is he now? I don't know. Maybe it's when he's in the thing, in the, the shit. Cause they, they basically capture him now, don't they? They round him up and they put him in a tool shed. So maybe it's at some point when he's locked in the tool shed 
Yeah, yeah. you respect that because I think one thing I kind of I kind of understand is that when anybody shows any sort of extreme emotion, that kind of makes me think they're not a thing. Because even though the thing can kind yeah. of replicate people physically, I don't think it would have mastered like, and I don't think it would expose itself itself in that way. Like it's a very it's a very human yeah. trait, isn't it? Sort of like just anger and it, it might I just, be. I just, so it might be jumping forward a bit here, but it might be later on when he's like, I'm okay now, Mac. I want to come back inside. Yeah. That's the, that think, was kind of creepy to me. I think, when he's, I think that, he's so. the thing at that point. Right. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't think he is then. Um, but there's obviously several times it could get him, especially when they talk about bringing his food, because they do take him, his bottle of Smirnoff out from his desk. Yeah. You see one of the others put it down for him as well. So, again, paranoia, are they? is there a yeah. bit of a thing in there? Yeah, um, a bit of a thing in there. This tastes like <laughs> thing. <laughs> Too late. Too late. It's got, now you're the thing. You're eating yourself. Thing cordial. Ah, yeah. Thing cordial. <laughs> I just wanted an iron brew. Why did yeah. you tip the massive canister of it over? My tizer's gone. The bloody taz. <laughs> who's drank my Who's drunk my tizer out the fridge? Did he still make tizer? I used to really like that. That's why so, he went apeshit. That's yeah. why he went apeshit. It was nothing to do with the thing. His tizer was gone. Use it to burn a man. You fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the chess computer's broke. <laughs> so around this point, um, they decide they're gonna. I think McCready. No, it's not McCready. It's one of the doctors. Yeah. I think it's the other doctor. Yeah. Says you the can doctor. use yeah. the blood to test. Yeah, he's, the doctor comes up and says, "Oh, there's a." There's a test that I've just thought of right now that would be able to test if we were the thing or not because we've got clean blood. Yeah. Um, I guess they they've all given blood in case they need a transfusion <laughs> at some point, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we can get the blood and we can test it with a sample and if it reacts, then we know that that person is the ting. So the ting. Um, so the ting. <laughs> Yeah, the ting. One, yeah. one, one of you is the ting. I'd like to see a sequel based. It's a bit like yeah, a tiger block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the ting. Opposite climate. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then they get to do the test, um, and the blood has been. Well, that's ruined. not that's not just yet, is it? Because oh no, sorry, you are right. That that blood's yeah. been like someone's been in the the blood cupboard. Yeah, and this is where <laughs> this is yeah, this is where the paranoia really starts to hit, right? Because when the blood's been wrecked, that's when sort of accusations start going round. Because oh, you're the only one who had the key. Oh, got the, Gary. Like, yeah, I give you the key. <laughs> yeah, all the time. Oh, Gaz. So like, well, the <laughs> doctor's the only one that has any business with the key. Gary's the only one that's got the key. Yeah. But then the doctor's like, well, it was my idea to do the test, and then someone else is like, well. That doesn't mean you wouldn't have done that. So this is when they all start getting paranoid and not trusting each other. Yeah. Um. So where do, where does it go from here? Um, so they do they do the test and then they don't they don't do the test. Oh, they don't do the test for a while. No, yeah. yeah. There's another character, Fuchs, who kind of like sees someone like go and get, he follows someone off. Oh, off and yeah, he's, kill, the... he's killed. He gets that's off screen, thing, right? Yeah, because he's got yeah. some ideas as well. Because I think it's Fuchs um, who 
suggests to McCready that they take more precautions. And this is where they start talking about if you just get a little dash of the thing in you, it can take you over. So we should all make our own dinner. McCready should be like, you sure? That's not what the doctor said. Like, that's (laughs) the complete opposite, actually. But um, you've got your own ideas. That's cool. And then he just decides to stay ages on his own, writing in his notebook about ideas about the thing. Yeah. And then that's when the power goes off. And then, as you say, Ben, he, he goes out to investigate. And then we don't see him we don't again. See him, yeah, it, we we see we see his body, and we're left to speculate what happened to him. Yeah, so his body his amazing. body's been burned. Here, and what I'm re- what I'm reading here it says is 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 um called it's called McCready Mac, and and he's also and it says Mac tells Windows to record Mac and Windows aren't friends, obviously. <laughs> yeah. They're more they're mortal enemies. Why, yeah. why are they teaming up? Yeah, so Fuchs is like burned, and they say, "Well, he's either killed himself or the things kind of finged him and then burned him." That's what you kind of made to think. After you Again, saw another, that guy, another, the uh, raspberry jam is like, "I don't want to get finged. I don't oh, want to get yeah, fingered. Fingered. I ate raspberry. <laughs> I like apricot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not getting gunged. I am gonna set myself on fire instead, and that's what they find out. I guess that's the next bit, right? Isn't it? So they come in. So the lights have been off for ages. He's been on his own. Let's go find him, and they find they find his body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh and then they see McCready's shack's light is on still. So he yeah. he takes Knowles, I think his name is. Yeah, so Knowles yeah. was like Oh, well, I guess goes. there's there's a little bit just before they go out to this bit though as well, right? Because that's when they start to distrust McCready. But before that there's been a bit of a set to where um they've made Gary give up the command and McCready's been put in charge, right? Because yeah. Kind of like, kind of like, he's he's he doesn't necessarily want to be in charge, but he thinks, well, I might as well be. Yeah, I think you're, they, you're all load of mugs. Yeah. They have a confrontation with Gary. Windows goes and gets a gun and wants to, you know, he's he doesn't trust anyone. They talk about Gary and the keys, which is when he gives up his gun and said, look, I think one of you would be one of one of you would be better off in charge rather than me. Everyone would be more comfortable. Gary does the honourable thing here. He yeah. sort of let's. Someone else take charge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Childs is like, I'll do it, but everyone's like, "Fuck you, Childs." Everyone, yeah, we need, yeah. We need someone who more, hasn't got, yeah, someone yeah. who is a bit more even tempered. Yeah. What, what has he done, really, apart from stated disbelief about needing to get um, a flamethrower? Needing to get a flamethrower. It was McCready that beat the shit out of that doctor. It gives him a right old pummeling when he's going yeah. mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So whilst they're out, someone finds McCready's jumper. Whilst they're searching for Thingy's body, they find McCready's jumper and it's torn up, right? So then, yes, like, and so that McCready is a thing. So he runs off and leaves him, doesn't he? Because Knowles yeah. comes back on his own and says, "Oh, I cut his line while we were out in the snow, and left him out there because he didn't see me find the clothes. Yeah. So I've stitched him right up and he's locked out. Um, what are we going to do? We should just leave him locked out there. And some others are saying, no, we should go out and kill him because." If we know that it's if we know that he's the thing, we could get him. And then while they're rowing, Chili McCready gets back in through the window, doesn't he? Yeah, Chili McCready. <laughs> yeah. With a with a with a lovely lovely um Captain Birds beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's like covered in dynamite, or he's got a sticks of dynamite or something. So he uses that to hold people up, and then he 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 gets he gets like he ties up all the people who he's oh, suspicious of. There's so, a 
there's a little so, bit before people get tied up, isn't he? Because when they're trying, he's, he gets them to back off, otherwise he's going to dynamite them. Yeah. And then a couple more people come and get the jump on him. And when he pushes one of them over, it, poor Bugger has a heart attack, doesn't he? And he's that sort of ends the standoff, and they all run to the to the lab. And so then, here, yeah, so, so okay. here's, so here's, yeah. here's, here's, sorry, sorry. Before we carry on, there's a couple of things about the thing which I'm now going to, well, I think we should discuss. So not only does the thing want to like assimilate people, it clearly has some level of intelligence where it knows how to turn people against each other. Mm-hmm. It knows how to create these sort of schemes that make other people untrustworthy of other people. Obviously, it's just like a survival method itself. Mm. But also, when this guy has a heart attack, it's the doctor, isn't it? It's Dr. Copper. Oh, no, doctor, there's there's two doctors. One it's, of the doctors. It's the the. the the remaining doctor is the one who gives him the defibrillator. This guy yeah, is like yeah. a random guy. I don't think he's done much random of anything guy. to this point. Yeah, but, this a... guy, but, but this guy is a thing. So what's yeah. happening here when this thing has he copied has a the guy's attack? heart and he's got a bad heart? And well, that... That, would be, that is absolutely mental. I think he's a 100% thing, isn't he? Or he is not He is shortly. Yeah, yeah, so what's happening? So maybe so he hasn't he like... had a heart attack. Maybe he's, got, maybe he's ingested a bit of thing. And it's like slowly... Taken over his gut area. <laughs> yeah, know. maybe, or maybe like, to, yeah. or maybe something's happened where the thing, the thing sort of replicated him, and, and by the thing getting pushed over, yeah. something's gone a bit wrong. Something's gone a bit like, oh, and it's something's yeah. shifted. I don't know. I don't know. So you see, it's, that's it's, a, hard to... it's open for interpretation, isn't it? Because you hmm. could say, is that is that something that, like has he genuinely collapsed, or is it the thing's plan? Yeah, I'm going to pretend to have a heart attack and be dead now, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Because McCready, because McCready's not going to bite with bloody dynamite. dynamite so it's like, oh god, this is getting yeah. a bit. This yeah. is all getting a bit too Time much out. for me. What can I do? Time out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, so, like this is uh, this this is another this is another interesting thing. When it assim- assimilates people, maybe somehow it can it takes on like character traits of them, or 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 somehow it learns about yeah. humans that way. Because obviously, initially, how would it be able to? Obviously, it observes and then replicates in that way as well. So not only does it replicate people physically, it seems to replicate their behaviors as well in the way it tries to turn people against each other, which, I mean, that's... that's. Uh, Do you think that. this thing is more, less sort of plotting and more like a trickster? <laughs> Do you think like he's the like... Lo- <laughs> like the Loki of... Uh... Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. when people aren't looking, he snickers in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he said he eats the Snickers in the corner. Yeah, he does that as well. Thing, you turn into a right diva when you're hungry. Like, oh, well. yeah. Gives the Snickers. Yeah. Spider legs come out and then they go back in. Yeah. Um, so when Thingy has a heart attack, uh, they pop him on the bench. Come on, pop him up. Uh, and then this is maybe like, maybe the most famous thing scene um, when they go to, it's the biggest, I think it's the only proper jump scare. Um, yeah, where he goes to defibrillate him, and his stomach opens up, and he goes, "This guy is full of bad bacteria." Get him some yakult, and uh, <laughs> his arms go right through, and then it sort of eats his arms off. That's the re- that's the remaining doctor who's with the group. He gets Got his arms. no arms bitten yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. So that was like a, that was a guy uh, amputee dude with like some sort of mock up of the dude's face. How was it? Like when. Yeah, so when he got his like, arms ripped yeah. off, I've seen yeah. it in the making of. So it was like the, obviously the arms are fake. He was an amputee, and he just had a oh, absolutely nuts. And then yeah, so so this, second... this is like some of the most extreme, horrible 
disgusting yeah. and he's thing. thrashing around and the body mutates into all sorts doesn't it because then another head of the guy who was it's, it's on the, same the table guy's head, isn't it? like a duplicate of the head it comes it's weird. out of yeah. the chest and it comes out and it's looking down at them it's like and, saying um, Beetlejuice three times it's yeah. got that sort of Beetlejuice quality to it and then the other head like pops off like, and the, the way it stretches off it looks living. Oh, it looks real. Yeah, like, there's things there's like popping in there. in the neck. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, it's, it's nuts. And it sort of creepily hides under the table while they finish burning the body. It, it drags yeah. himself along. And it, we, some of the sound effects here are like really sort of like... Like kind of like... It's kind of sci-fi, yeah. 50 sci-fi, but like a, an, an updated version of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not nice. That's a good shot. You, the one you mentioned where like McCready and they're just looking at the fire and then this spider-headed thing sort of crawls off behind him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one of the guys is like, oh, because it almost got away with it too, didn't it? But then it sort of stands well, in the doorway and the guys are like, going, <laughs> and they all sort of they, turn around. And they yeah. go, oh, you got, you got to be fucking kidding. Yeah. And they just, and what, just burn it. Burn it with fire. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, so that's, that's a good impression. That's a good noise of a flamethrower. <laughs> Yeah. It sounds like you've got like you're opening a, a faucet of gas in your mouth. What's going on? All right, yeah. Okay, so now after that, uh, after they get rid of that stuff, now they do the um, he ties up all the people. They, Clark, the dog guy, he's been around the dogs for a long time. Gary, because he was the only one with the keys. Uh, he ties up everyone that he doesn't tr- like. He basically he captures all of them. The dog guy goes to yeah. stab McCready. Right. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Shoots him. He shoots, shoots him, him dead. He won't. Yeah. He won't get in the. He won't get tied to the couch. And then he just leaves himself untied and windows who he has at gunpoint. Yeah. Um. And then he has got the theory from seeing the body of the other guy come apart and be alive as the spider head as well as himself. Yeah, that, yeah. that every single part of this creature is individually alive. It's not like one body, one one thing. Every little bit of it is its own organism, in fact. So Very clever. Yeah. it comes up with a theory that he's going to draw their blood and then he can test that if it doesn't have a, like a try and have an escape response because if it's a normal man's blood, it'll just be tissue, which is you know, not sentient, but if it's the thing, yeah. that bit of blood will try and escape. So he tests mm. windows first. Or if it's vodka like, jelly, he'd be like, this, he yeah. put this in the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah put this in the freezer. <laughs> but, and then realise years later that vodka won't freeze. You need less, <laughs> yeah. not half a bottle. Yeah. But, um, so he then tests windows, said, okay, you're fine, mate. Put a flamethrower on, you're, you're all good. He and tests then, Clark, the... Um... Uh, the guy just killed, and he's not a thing. Yeah, so then Charles and gives him. Yeah. Oh, that makes you a murderer, then doesn't it, mate? Gives him a bit oh. of ribbon. Oh, Fuck's yeah. sake! I suppose it does. Bounce, <laughs> mate, oh, yeah. Bounce, yeah. Um, then he does one of the more famous lines of the film, right? And is like, "I'm going to show you what I already know." Um, and that's when he tests himself, and we know that he is human. Yeah. And um, it's a very tense scene. Like this, for me, is the scene of the film. Who is the who is the guy who is the because like he's talking he's talking looking at Gary and he says Gary I'm going to do you next and then you we'll know, do you last yeah uh, because we'll I do think you last, you're the Gary, yeah. <laughs> we'll do you last the army's in kill you yeah. last um, it's, because it's, it's, he's, guy, it's a guy called it's him okay it's Palmer that's the thing it's a guy who yes Palmer is one it looks like um one of uh 
Sam and Garfunkel. Which one? Which one's the one with curly hair? Garfunkel. Uh, he looks he, he looks like yeah, Garfunkel yeah, anyway. But yeah. what I like is that when when it, when they work out that the Palmer thing is the thing by testing his blood, he's not like the last one, which I like because yeah, that's this point, this yeah. scene this scene could potentially be whoever we do last is going to end up being the thing. But it kind of yeah. like it's unexpected. So when it's it seems like any is any any other character. So as soon as he puts yeah. the hot needle in the blood and they go. Reep! So That's says, another jump scare, isn't it? That made yes, me jump when yeah. I first saw the film. You say this is your favourite scene, Andy. Do you mean the, yeah, the shaking? This, whole, uh, this, this, ta- this testing of this whole testing of the blood bit, and then he has a good old wobble on the chair, doesn't he? And the other guys are losing it. Yeah, Charles is going mental, and then he um, bites poor old delicious windows. Well, on he the says head. to Win- he goes to windows. Windows blast him. He goes, not with your head. We well, he didn't say that bit, but. <laughs> Windows has got the gun, <laughs> but he just sort of like headbutts him. Because um, they're yeah, because yeah, they're flamethrowers. Simultaneously, both fuck up, don't they? Um, yeah. yeah. And they, yeah, poor Windows gets bitten. Reboot. This is yeah. this so, horrible. Windows, because he gets sort of like flailed around, and obviously this is like looks like a bloody dummy. But at the same time, it's almost like it looks ridiculous. But at the same time, it looks absolutely brutal. Yeah, it's almost like it's like a weird combination thrashing around isn't he like in the background actually while the other people are on the sofa still like screaming to be let out and yeah. he seems sort of thrashing around with windows in his head wobbling around like a rag doll um and then mccready gets his flamethrower working it burns up um what was palmer and he goes running out into the into the snow and collapses on fire um, and he wangs a bit of dynamite out after him, doesn't he? To yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Blow just, him to just, bits. Yeah, 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 just to make sure. Have it! Yeah. yeah this is horrible as well. Cause win- it's a good throw. Because yeah. Windows is kind of sat on the floor covered in all the raspberry jam. And what's happening there? Because when I, I first showed him, I was like... So he's turning into the thing. It's taking him over. What, what was he doing? He was just looking at his hands, wasn't he? I think because I think he was like still Windows, but... Uh, it's going to take over yeah. him very quickly. And he's it'll very doing an update. Because when he just burned him, like I was a bit like, oh no, don't burn him, he's all right. And then he just saw his legs going. I mean, that was horrible. Yeah, this and he doesn't, really... he doesn't make the same noises as the thing, doesn't he? So no, I think he kind of flails about a bit. He sort of whimpers, mm. doesn't he? Like, he was definitely got, but I don't think he was really Things the thing like, yet. Yeah, yeah. He was probably a little bit, you know, he was 50 50. As you say, Luke, the Windows update was in, so he was sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Was like the Windows this... update was going on, and Mac was yeah. like, "Fuck this!" He was like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have a good history of computers." Yeah, yeah. Like throwing so whiskey. Like, right. Yeah. He was like, "No, I'm you not upgraded bitch. to Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky bitch, burn." <laughs> uh, okay, so once that's done, Gary is like. He does the last couple of tests, doesn't he? Tests Childs, and then he tests Gary last, as he promised. And then it turns out that Gary wasn't the thing after all. And then we get the line of the film, where he starts really calm, and he's like, gentlemen, as much as this has been a very trying experience, I would like to not spend the rest of this winter tied to this fucking couch. Yeah. It's weird. He's like, what is it? He's like tied to this one cushion on the couch. And I just kept thinking, just get up. (laughs) <laughs> and also like that, that's had like, yeah, that, he's like yeah. the chair's probably been broken from a thing breaking off anyway like but you know commitment to gary who i only realized on my watching today um they all refer to each other by their last name i just thought they were more familiar with gary but it's his last name yeah it's, written on right. the it's like yeah. gary smith palmer 
<laughs> yeah, <there was> a, <laughs> no, just everyone else last there. But yeah, oh, Gary, he's kind of the leader. Everyone like you know. I imagine when they started on the first day, it was like, guys, no, Mister Gary is my father's <laughs> name. <laughs> yeah. Just call me Gary. <laughs> Gary, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, 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 Gary. Like Super Mario's real name. So um, at this point, they decide to go get Blair. I think who's still in the tool shed. Yeah, they go and call in on, don't they? Because they know right now that everyone who is with them is not the thing. Yeah. So they go and see Blair, and at this point, I think through one method or another, he is the thing now. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like um, squirreled a hole underneath the the tool shed, and he's sort of making a spaceship from the the wreckage of the helicopter oh yeah i'm sorry i think the last time we saw him because they called in on him one of the earlier scenes and he's really calm at that point i think he's the thing then but now they actually go to get him and you're right because he's gone and he's making a little mini spaceship under the under the thing at that point they were like so is he the thing (laughs) yeah he's in the spaceship are you the thing (laughs) i'll just build a spaceship over here (laughs) Again, it must. It's got some level into, of, of like. Well, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Because at that point, it's like, well, so they're like space. I can build a. I can build a. I can build a spaceship. What is that? Bit of wood. Could. Hang on. I can dig. A, I can dig a secret base under my shack. Yeah. <laughs> like let alone. Yeah. Like in like a massive ice tunnel, um, let alone build a spaceship. Well, in a couple of hours. Ifixit.com, WikiHow, even. And he's uh he's got the got the blueprints. What's the um the, what's the website called where you build your own projects? DIY. Pinterest. <laughs> Pinterest. Yeah. He's got a mood board. He knows what he's going for. Uh, you're just in you're in like complete darkness now, and you look quite terrifying. All I can really see is teeth. And oh god, yeah. it's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> Why do you do that? It's a Luke thing. Wow, that is dark. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. I'll, do it, I'll one, do it with two. my mood for the, the things that I'm really into. I'll sort of light up and get really into it. Yeah. Um, okay, so so they go into so, the basement, into the hole underneath. They find the spaceship um, and then they've left Childs to guard that empty room yeah. that they're in, right? And then Niles um, also says, I've just seen uh, child's out knocking out and about for some reason. He's like, I thought the tunnel would stay together. Why was he outside? I don't know. And we don't and see they child's. Go back but... and the, yeah. the power goes off now, doesn't it? So they realise that the thing has taken... The thing has turned off the generator because now it knows it's got no way to escape. So what it wants to do is let these guys all freeze to death. It, it wants freeze. to chill out for a while. Yeah. 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 For another hundred thousand years. <laughs> Until yeah. the rescue team comes, and that'll be its chance to escape again. So, yeah. thing all over the. Thing it wants to freeze, so McCready is having none of it, and he decides that okay, right lads, let's blow everything up and we'll kill it. So yeah. they start by blowing up his spaceship, they toss some dynamite down there and and wreck that, and then he sends everyone to set up the charges, and they're going to blow up the the base. They find out the generator isn't just broken; it's gone. Um, yeah, yeah. And then we see it less gets to like a conclusion super quickly from this point, doesn't it? Because so we see Gary is gone to set the charge one place, Knowles has gone to set the place one place, Charles, we don't know where he is, and um McCready is sorting it is out his destination uh plunger stick. Gary gets uh Dr. Blair 
sticks his fingers through his skin. And then the yeah. n- next time we see him, when we see Dr. Blair walk past, his hand is like completely merged with uh, Thingy's face. Yeah, he's yeah. he's sort of absorbed him, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't and think we see of... what happens to Knowles. No, he just sort of wanders off. I'm lost. Where am I? It's like, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. in a quite a dangerous situation. Um, yeah. I'm just going to wander off into the dark. So I guess we're led yeah. to assume at this point that Knowles also gets got. Maybe, yeah. or now he's uh, the world's number one Stevie Wonder tribute act. We just yeah. uh, he just he rolled yeah. his case out of there. Yeah, he's going yeah. to turn up in the sequel, The Ting. The uh... yeah, The Ting. Yeah, it's <laughs> loose end. Um, so yeah, then McCready basically goes and sort of shouts after them, doesn't he? Like, You're right down there, and he doesn't hear anyone, and then. The thing does a tremors at him, like comes yeah, along and knocks the, yeah. knocks the floorboards out of the way. Eats the comes detonator. out and is massive. Yes, like slides <laughs> off with a detonator, mm-hmm. but it's all right because <laughs> McCready's got a plan. He gets the bit of dynamite that he's got with him. This so is the well, first time we see the the big Lovecraftian monstery thing. With it's like a bit of everything now. It's got eyes blinking in its tits. It's got a a, a sideways head. <laughs> Do you think that it? Do you think that the thing gets its mass from the number of things it's absorbed? So I, I guess because he's, it was already Blair and it got Gary, and we assume it got Noel as well. Yeah. Has it has it been able to get to that size because it's got three peoples or more peoples worth of body mass to be I, able to? I think so. Get... I think it's all coming together. Yeah. Like Play-Doh. Like this a bigger Kira monster. Yeah, yeah. This is like prop. This is like proper something. I know, obviously, this came a long time before Resident Evil, but especially like the Resident Evil games, like the way the the um the sort of bio biohazard the uh, bioorganisms used to just get bigger and bigger with yeah, each yeah. kind of time you time you fought them. Mm. Um, it remind it reminded me it reminded me of that definitely. So obviously, it takes a lot from that, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They must have taken a lot of inspiration from the thing, I think. But um, McCready is not inspired by this big monster. And he utters his classic catchphrase, you cheeky bitch, and then he throws the dynamite, <laughs> the last yeah. stick of dynamite, straight at him. Yeah. And the dog head that's come out of it has a chance for a, one little roar. Yeah. And then um, it um, blows, blows up, up and he sets off the rest of the charges, right? So yeah. he sets off that's all right, the, yeah. it, like a chain reaction must go off, which is very lucky, and it blows up the entire base, all gone. So then McCready's chilling out. And then Childs turns up and he goes, where were you? And he goes, went for a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and then they go, what do you want to do? Um, and he goes, shall we just wait for a while? Uh, yeah, because they, they sort of... Each other. Let's hug for they sort of, they know, It's like, oh, well, you've been on your own. You could be the thing as well. I don't trust you either. You could equally yeah. be the thing. So they said, well, fine, then. It'll be warm here for a bit, but then it'll cool down once all these exploding you know, fires go There's out. like fires going on. I know it's a painful way to prove you're uh, not a thing, but you could just put your hand in the fire, like yeah, and then you've got, you've got and then you've got the ice. Stick your hand straight back in the ice. Yeah. Um, you could even like there's probably lots of sharp metal that you could cut yourself and just do a bit of blood just in the throw fire a bit as well. Of, yeah, throw a bit of blood into the fire and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, but, but you know. they're both they're both really tired. It's been a long day, so they like just decide. Uh, it's like they're yeah. absolutely knackered. It's like, been oh. up all night, so they just um. They just sit there, we assume, to um, just freeze to death, right? Then they're going to play chess with their minds. Yeah, Yeah. mind chess. 
Um, yeah, and then it just sort of ends, and then we sort of end with the, the idea that we don't know, we don't know who or what is the thing at this point. I've always thought McCready was was normal, and Charles was a maybe. But I've seen uh, theories now that say McCready was the thing, and uh, at the end, and Charles wasn't. Based on like the apparently there's a, a glint in his eye that's only everyone who's been the thing before has a glint in their eye, and it ends with McCready having a glint in his eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, um... I don't know. I never finished the Xbox game, but that um, I think it was slightly different to the comics that were brought out in the sort of late 80s as well. In the comics, I think McCready turns up a lot more um, and is fine, but Childs eventually turns up later and is the thing. Mm. Um, In the Xbox game, I never finished it, but um, I think I ended up reading what happened at the end. I know quite early on you find Childs' body frozen in the, you know, he obviously died where he was sitting there. Yeah. Um, and then I think McCready comes and saves them at the end. Oh. So okay. uh, I'd have to, I'd have to, I'd have to look up to it, but they're not. Um, obviously, they're not. You wouldn't say it was properly, you know, regardless of legal rights. There was never a follow up to the film, which I think I kind of like that you're left to sort of decide yeah, for yourself. Me too. Yeah. Uh, okay, so so I've got some trivia, and I think Andy's got some follow-up trivia. Uh, got a little game for you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, we'll do mine first then. So, number one, we've already blown this one. Uh, I've got here, so we have a character called Mac. What other computer terminology-based character name appears in the film? We <laughs> may have brought this up at some Yeah. Um, and floppy disk. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, number two, how old was effects artist Rob Bottin when they made the thing? Oh, it's going to be some filthy in it. 25. I'm going to go 22. Uh, it's exactly 22. Uh, oh, Andy boom. is the thing this whole time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I all, like, I knew his information. We, there was a dog, just, we heard a dog barking earlier, and now it's quiet. Have you assimilated <laughs> that dog? <laughs> that's gonna, what's happened. Yeah. I'm going to do that picture, I think. I'm going to pick up one of the dogs and put it right next to my head for my picture for the for the screenshot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's a yeah. good idea. Um, number three. Uh, how many inches did John Carpenter's hairline receive during the making of The Thing? Two. Um, three inches. Well, I've, no one knows the truth. Uh, it's it's, oh. uh, But I put all of the inches. So you, uh, you both get a point there. Three, three um, pain, John. <laughs> yes, number four. Which of these actors did JC think about asking to play McCready before he asked Kurt Russell? So we've got A, Arnold Schwarzenegger, B, Christopher Walken, or C, Kurt Angle? I'm going to say Chris- Christopher Walken. Yeah, I'm going to go Christopher Walken as well. It was Christopher Walken. Um, it was also, <laughs> it could have been Jeff Bridges as well. Uh, but Kurt Russell um, got the part, I guess. Can you imagine a, a, a Christopher Walken thing? I think he'd do quite well. I think most yeah. things he's in, he does pretty good. Um, <laughs> but Okay, uh, last question for me. Um, how many gunshots are in the film? Oh. oh there's loads when they're... Pumping. Loads for the helicopter. Yeah. Loads for the helicopter. Loads when they're shooting the dog. S- 65. 100. It was 52. Oh. Yeah. 
So trigger happy. I think uh, we all know who won that one, uh, but we'll leave it on a cliffhanger. Won't tell the audience who was the winner <laughs> there. Uh, Andy, do you want to do your quiz? Right, I've got a little game for you guys. It's head to head. It's called you know Thingo because there are a lot of very similar people with you know names that you might not keep track of in this film. Uh. So. I've uh, got a list of some cap, some characteristics of each of the characters. Okay. Each get, yeah. So the, the clues will make it easier each time. We'll do just the three. If you get it right on the first clue, you get five points and then four, three, two, one, and so on. You just get one go, then you're frozen up to the next one. So, right, we'll begin. I've got the first Wait, one. Wait, we both start jumping. Are we buzzing in? You can you can jump in, but you only get one guess on that clue. Okay, and then if, right. you, if, you, if you guess first and you're wrong, you're frozen out. Okay. Until right. the other person is a guest. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> person number one. This person is a man. That's your first clue. <laughs> <laughs> Any guesses? Or, or <laughs> if you want your maximum yeah. five points, you've got to be bold. I can't, I can't jump too in yet. Yeah, okay, easy. right. Second clue. If you get it on this one, you'll get four points. This man has no beard. Uh, okay. Okay. Gary. It is Gary. There's only like two people without a beard. What's wrong with you? You're a thing, aren't you? Just to make sure there's no one, there's no disparity. And I wasn't just making this up and picking favourites or for added drama. The following clues would have been, I would have next said he had grey hair. And then I would have said he had keys. And then the last clue would have been tied to this fucking couch. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keys. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's have another one. Um, let's go with. Did on the previous page. Like, is this like right. Guess Who? Yeah, it is a bit like Guess Who. Yeah. Um, so. Your five point clue. It's a man. <laughs> um, if you're ready to move on, your yeah. four-point clue is this man does have a beard. Could be any number of them. Yeah. I don't want to guess yet. Uh... Right. So for three points, this man is not the thing at any point. Uh... Uh, dog handler dude. His name is... His, his name is Clark. You check my oh. list. Clark is the dog handler dude, and that was the answer I was looking for. Yeah! So, yeah, dog handler dude! Yeah, so the other clues would have been <laughs> the two points. I was going to say that he was murdered because he was. Yeah. Should have done it. Murdered in a tag accident. Murdered. <laughs> he was murdered. And then um, number for one point, it would have been that he loves dogs. Right, still all to play for with the last one, then, guys. Open up the thing here. So, um, the last one. I've chosen one here. Right, your five point clue. It is a man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So your four point clue. I would say he's a more husky gentleman than the others. Doctor Blair. No. Ben, do you want to to guess before we move on to the next clue? Give me the next clue. Okay. You can still go on this next clue, by the way. I should have guessed it, shouldn't I? Um, 
Okay, your three-point clue. He is the thing. Uh, Vance? I think his name is. The guy who has the heart attack. Bennings. No, it's not Bennings. I had that guy's name down. Maybe I've written down the actor's name. I've written him down as something else, not Vance. I've got him down as... I don't have a Vance written down, so I'm, I'm going to assume that I made a mistake with actors. Versus, I had him down as Norris, but yes, Lukey is oh, the yeah. man that had a heart Vance attack. Norris. There we go. Vance Luke with Norris. Norris. Oh, okay. Yeah, I hope you're happy with yourself, oh, Luke. You were, you I were was the thing this whole like time. Gary. You were the, you were the thing. thing this whole <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, um, Luke, I'm not going to do the maths. You've, you've won because you've got two of them of them right and some high-scoring points there. But, yeah. Be careful because Ben's going to say cheeky bitch and pour his whiskey on the computer. Oh, no, cheeky bitch chuck whiskey as soon as you arrive at Ben's house this weekend. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm just going to pour whiskey all over my Mac. I'm angry and I'm just going to punish myself, you know? <laughs> Yeah, cheeky bitch. So we need to uh, rate the film before we close up. Um, who wants to give the raise first? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to really say much more than I've already said before. Um, and it's just one of these films that I could just watch over and over again. And it's, it, no matter how many times I've seen it, it kind of like oh, there's always something new to sort of witness and some new kind of theory that I kind of find myself yeah, thinking about. Yeah. And I think just in terms of mythology, um, like it's in a way, it's great that there isn't too much to digest. I mean, I know there's a game, a couple of films, and like obviously book and stuff. <clears throat> obviously, it's not turned into a franchise as, as such, but it's very mysterious, and I kind of always feel like I want to pick away at it and find out more and more because uh, it's pretty terrifying. But yeah, A plus, come on, all day, all day long. Yeah. Go on, Andy. Um. Yeah, I can't see anything else than an A plus either. It's it's one of my favourites. I did think about maybe I was the thing all along. F no, but um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, discriminates against my people. The things, um, but no, absolutely A plus. Like there are elements in this film that have never ever been surpassed. I think there's been fear and paranoia in other films, like The Faculty. Yeah, but, yeah, it's always a lot more on the nose in the way it's played, a lot more in your face. You know, there are conversations about, oh, I can't trust yeah. anyone because you could think. And this is, it's so organic and so tense in the way it's done. And scenes like the, the blood tests and everything, the environment, and you know, the fact that you're in a really isolated, unsurvivable location as well, just. It really adds to it all. Um, yeah, I think like the soundtrack, soundtrack's yeah. great as well. Like really, like minimalist. The soundtrack's uh, good. The, the the use of practical effects. I, I guess maybe this is one of the things that hurt it in the day. People wanted the you know new effects that were coming along, and you know the use of more. You know, I guess nineteen eighty four. There's not nineteen eighty two. Rather, there's not that much not not that much around then. But I think with the way that films work now and how heavily it relies on CGI, even today, mm. I think the practical effects still stand up really well. And I think there's a, a charm to them being so real and so, um, you know, and so visceral in the way that they are all put together. So I think it makes me enjoy the film more. And in many ways, aside from the little additions, which kind of stand on their own, I'm really glad this hasn't become a franchise because I think, it gives the opportunity to ruin it. And I know you can always say like, you know, 
even if we'll use the Alien films as example again, if you're not a fan of those new ones, the old ones still exist, they haven't gone away and it doesn't ruin your enjoyment of those. But I do think that it can take away your enjoyment of as, of the franchise as a whole because then yeah. there are things that are officially in canon that perhaps are making that thing you enjoy not quite so much, uh, you know, that yeah. mystery. And it, it, yeah. It can feel like the mythology gets tarnished, I feel. Yeah. That some elements of the mythology that perhaps you enjoyed the most have kind of been tarnished because they've either been explained or they've been explored. And it kind of just feels like, yeah. Yeah, but much. even with this prequel to the thing, I think everything that's been done alongside it has been separated enough to um, to keep the sort of purity of, well, what was a remake in itself, right? But that original film as a single piece of work, I think it's still really standalone and it's still one of my favourite horror films today. Yeah, cool. So I won't add too much, but I just want to say, I agree, A+. plus. I think there's... I think I said to you, Ben, a while back, so I, I love John Carpenter's films, but this film is even miles better than anything else he's ever done for me. Yeah, And I think 100%. it's it's like a per, like a, a bit of a kismet, a sort of alchemy of the the location, Ennio Marconi's music, the Rob Boutin's creature effects have never been done in that same way, and that setting has been ripped off in many ways in that sort of melting flesh sort of idea. But never quite like this, quite as visceral as this. All uh, carefully steered um, by John Carpenter's sort of like incredibly sort of on point directing, which he sort of always has, really, um, especially at this period of his career. So just it's just a, a great sort of magic that sort of came together when they made this film. It's a shame they didn't sort of see that when it, the reviews didn't sort of see that when it first came out. But you know, it's pretty done better than it's now stronger than it's ever been before. I think people loved the thing. Evidently, hundred mm. yeah. percent. Cool. Uh, so um, next week, are we going to go straight on with the next one on the list, Ben, or did you want to try something else? Or uh, well, maybe we'll discuss it in the next week or so. Okay. Do I want to try something else? I mean, I'm always up for experimenting, Luke. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Depends what depends what you're up for, you know. Well, speaking about things, uh, fingerings, we should. Uh... <laughs> well, I don't know. So the next one on the list is Scream. That's number three, and we've got like the final three now. So I don't know if you want to calm it down a little bit and slow it and build up the tension I don't know yeah what just a bit foreplay yeah next week is going to be an hour of groans and slippy noises yeah oh god but yeah a quiz episode I think would be uh, would be wonderful wouldn't yeah, it yeah that's a good idea yeah if um, you want to do it guys you want to go head to head to see who is the biggest like, horror dude yeah I like the thought <laughs> of that and it can get quite competitive so I like that and Luke's already beaten me in one occasion tonight and even though i might have seemed to have taken it graciously i'm actually quite angry you're up for revenge right in that case guys if you want i'll start um i'll start working on it in the background um, oh, yeah. now yeah now it's in my mind as we speak but yeah you'll um start to um get revising and we'll we'll okay. get going get revising yeah yeah okay I've got the same computer that Dr. Blair has, so I can just ask that <laughs> question. <laughs> what is the answer to this question? 27,000 yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Uh, go on Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovacs Cowman for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. 
Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, give us a five-star rating and review in iTunes. And thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. And thanks again for Andy for coming on two weeks in a row. Nice job, guys. Always a Andy pleasure to be here. Turn a double bill. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, as always. Cool. All right, thanks, dude. guys. I need to get revising. I think I'm going to go assimilate a cheese cracker. So I'll uh, <laughs> see you. <laughs> I'll see you. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.